Hi, I'm John. And I'm Ian. And this is the One Day at a Time podcast, episode five. And where are we in the world right now? We are in Aptus, California, which is about, I think it's north. Is it north of? It's about, it's north of Santa Cruz, California, which is a surf spot kind of, I don't know, cool spot. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's where we are. We're at my mother's um, parents' uh, beach home. Um, home I came to growing up as a child. Um, I don't remember the beach being so close. It's so close. <laughs> it's right there. I, you might be able to hear it in the background. I don't know how sensitive our iPhone is, but all the time we just hear the gentle crashing of waves on the shore. And it's delightful. In fact, I think it was not maybe last night, maybe not, maybe two nights ago. Like I heard something outside. I'm like, is that traffic? I'm like, oh, wait, no. That's just the ocean. It was amazing. Yeah, it's pretty awesome here. Um, it's just beautiful. Uh, I feel so fortunate to you know, have this in our family. For sure. Location, location, location. Um, I have teased Dan that this could be our new home. Whether or not it will be, we will see about that in the future. But... Um, the one thing about this place, it, it is beautiful. Uh, it, it's hard to explain. It, it, it's in a gated community, um, literally steps from the Pacific Ocean. You can see both the beach and the ocean um, in beautiful foliage um, from the main floor of the home. Um, but the one thing uh, that is unique is it's like in a time warp. <laughs> Anne could explain further. Uh, my grandparents bought this home probably mid to late 70s. Um, and I think it was a new construction. Probably, probably. Wouldn't you say it was probably a new construction? Yeah, I 70s? think this was like technologically like top of the line. Yeah. Yeah. For its sure. time, I think it was top of the line. So like late seven or mid to late 70s. Um, so before um, either one of us were born. Um, still the same washer dryer. Um, I think the same, probably the same fridge and stove. And oh oven. yeah, all the appliances. I don't except know for the TVs. The TVs and the microwave. I mean, the microwave might be from the eighties. True, true. The toaster is pretty new. Toaster's pretty new. Anyway, we're digressing. <laughs> but it's like... A long path I mean, that no one cares about. Well, but, but I mean, the point is, right? Like, it's stepping back in time. Like, it's it's an incredible property, but um, it, it's dated for sure. I mean, literal washer and dryer from the 70s. Same thing with the ovens. Like, just crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so it's been a nice... Um, so last time we... Last time we checked in... We were in bed, uh, not bend. Why do I want to say bend? We were cool place. In, I hear though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, where were we? Medford. Medford. We were in Medford, Oregon. Yeah, you might remember the hot take, right? I mean, yes. the hottest of the hot, hot takes. Take. Now we only had a consi- so. Well, thank you to our four listeners because we're averaging four oh, listeners a podcast. So we. What that Thanks, tells Nina. me. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, what that tells me is we've got some pretty committed uh, core group of folks. Uh, but as the core listeners know, we dropped a hot take last week that Oregon or Oregon or however you pronounce Oregon. it, Oregon, is like the New Jersey of the West Coast. Yep. Um, but we have now progressed. We've graduated to California. Um, graduated. And we had sure. two stops in California. The first stop was Stockton. That is where Anne's family's mom's side, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hails from. How many generations of Stocktonians? Um, I think minimum of three. So my grandfather's father also was born there. So, mm. yeah, three generations of Stocktonians. Mm. It's pretty deep. Pretty deep. And then after Stockton, we are in Apton. Aptus. Aptus. Right outside of Santa Cruz. You right outside Santa Cruz. Rio. What is it? Rio Del Mar. Rio Del Mar. Yeah, we saw Rio Del Mar today. So, um, and why are we in California? Um, we are in California to celebrate uh, my grandmother's life. What was her name? Her name was Liz. Is your last name? Oh, Liz Ray. <laughs> yeah. right. And Liz was a pretty known person in her community. Yes. As was your grandpa. Yes. My, my grandparents were very well known in their community. Uh, my grandpa was a banker, basically, essentially. Um, and my grandmother was um, the gym teacher. She was a gym teacher. She, um, so she's not my biological grandmother. Um my my biological grandparents uh, divorced when my mom was 12 years old so it was a long long time ago um <clears throat> so um and my grandfather remarried liz and liz had a son um and michael was two and a half or three years old um her first husband uh, was killed in a car accident when he was a year and a half old i think so he never knew his real father um, and she, you know, Liz was like, Liz was, was a pretty, you know, she's, she's a badass. Like she wanted to, you know, do every, you know, she was just like, yeah, I'm going to fucking do this. I'm going to fly planes. I'm gonna, you know, um, I don't know. She just like, she, she was very active in her community, planned a lot of fundraisers, was very generous of her time and her, um, and her and her means um, to charitable causes, and um, yeah, she was she was definitely she was definitely an interesting person. Um, and you know, family dynamics are hard, and when divorce is involved, that also puts another layer on things. So you know, there's always you know there's always two sides to every story. So here to remember Liz and uh, had a formative experience on Anne's life and, and other people. So a lot of people were in town in Stockton for this event, including Anne's cousins yep. um, and Anne's uncles and aunts. And so we had a, a night out on the town, uh, our first <laughs> night in town uh, at Garlic Brothers Pizza. I think it's pizza. Maybe it's more than pizza. It's more than pizza. I think they had a few other things. It's called Garlic Brothers. Garlic Brothers. It's in Stockton. It's kind of on the river channel, whatever that is. So we had two tables. We had an adult's table yes. and a kid's table, essentially. My, yeah, my cousin, um, my cousin Caroline insisted that we have a kid's table, and I'm so glad. 
um, because it's just so much better. Um, so yeah, my, my uncle was like, yeah, your bill was like twice ours almost. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a whole event, right? So we get to this place and, you know, Garlic Brothers sounds innocent enough and in a podcast without a video or anything, I'm not going to be able to explain it to you, but it's a, a unique local restaurant on the river with an indoor and outdoor seating area where it's mostly a local clientele. And so we are all there. Uh, some of us had spent early parts of our lives there, but all of us are visiting. And we're ordering drinks and dinner. And we are a little earlier than most, so we see people coming in and waiting to get seated for tables. And there's this one group that comes in, and it is like a story in and of itself, because I think there were no less than, and was it three people at our table who checked this situation out? Yeah, at least. I think I think all of us did. And almost every one of us went through it like a book. And what I mean by that is there's like at least three unique things that you saw when you looked at these people while they were waiting to be seated. Yes. When the guy, I think, well... I'm trying to remember the order. I think the guy, the guy, we, the guy. You start For me, with, it was you start with the guy. You start with the guy, yeah. It, and he's kind of dressed a little like, how would you say, like late '80s. Like, uh, yeah, late cut '80s, beachy, beachy um, cut off, like cut off. If you remember, like yeah, like the tank tops tank. that were more um, open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure so anyway you want to just continue sure so like that's the first thing you see is this guy and you're like your eyes are just kind of drawn to him you're like okay okay that's interesting this guy came to party he doesn't have a mullet but you know pretty close to there man and then your our eyes kind of I, I can't remember if it was left or right but they darted And you see that this guy that we just described is holding a dog. And, like, not just any dog, but, like, kind of like a little foo-foo dog, right? It was like a Carmen dog. People don't listen to the podcast. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Um, So, like, um, very kind of um, close to the ground, long... Long hair. Is it a Dashun? Is Carmen a Dashun? Like a wired a hair yeah, Dashun or something? Dashun, I think. Dashun, that's how you or, say it. I'm yeah. not sure. Anyway. So a small dog. So a small dog, you yeah. know, that he would have under his, under his arm. And then, and then, so you're like, oh, that guy's a dog in a restaurant. It's like boom, boom. Okay. And then you see this woman. Holding the dog. No, the guy, not the woman. Yeah, right in front of him. But, like, far enough in front of him that you kind of question whether or not they're together. Like, I, I don't mm. know. We ever talked about that part mm. of it. But oh, that they were was, definitely together. But that was my impression because I felt like he was hanging back. Oh. And she was, like, just standing there. Yeah. No. Well, I, I no, we have not talked about this. That's an interesting impression that you had. I... I never was under the presumption that they were anything but together. In fact, if I had to paint a picture <laughs> for our listeners, the way that I might be able to best describe this couple for you, and I'll date myself here, is like uh, the macho man, Randy Savage, and his wife, Miss Elizabeth, in that they were like a really good wrestling couple. Like oh. They just like kind of cheesy but classy 
but uh, just a beautiful disaster. And so, you know, one of the things that Ann didn't mention about the woman is, and I reason, I, I, the reason I mentioned like wrestling superstars is like, so first there's the guy in like the muscle shirt with like the foo-foo dashoon dog. Like it's all very weird. And then there's the woman and she's literally falling out of her shirt. Like her yeah. chest yeah. is about to bounce out of her tank top. Yeah. Well, And, it and was- like shorts that maybe were inches long. Yeah, oh, she was wearing next to no clothing. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Next to no clothing. I mean, it was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was aggressive for sure. It was, it was aggressive. I mean, and I feel like, I, yeah, and I feel like I very rarely say that these days. I mean, people wear some really crazy stuff, but this woman, and I think her, just her look and in her face and her eye and she was also kind of striking yeah, yeah. Meth, meth is a terrible drug <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's true it is a terrible drug and you're probably right that yes they were probably no 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 <laughs> i'm sure these people were just having a wonderful night on the town all right so that's how it kind of started i mean we sat down that was like the meal began we were just kind of exchanging pleasantries like we had spent some time at the hotel I mean, for everybody's benefit here, um, you know, the, these are Anne's cousins and they see each other frequently, but not like very frequently. Um, yeah. So we had just seen Patrick a few weeks ago as part of this road trip, but otherwise, how long have you been seen Patrick? Um, well, actually, I saw him Thanksgiving, well, Thanksgiving, because uh, Caroline's baby shower. So a couple times a year. So, I mean, yeah. If, I mean, if that. If that. And that's actually rare for us to see each other that yeah. much. So, um, but we just seen him. I hadn't seen um, my cousin since, my other cousin since she had her baby. So that was fun. So we're catching up so and we're catching it's up early. It's early. That's how we start the night. Yeah. And I started the night, like I started with dirty martinis and. Oh yeah. Drinks all around. Dr- so drinks that all around. That, that kind of started, everyone was drinking liquor and they had had two bottles of wine. They each, they'd each had a bottle of wine prior to dinner at the pool. Yeah. Patrick and so, Caroline, cause they had gotten there a little bit before yeah, we had. So it all begins. And then Patrick is like telling a story or we're just talking or kibitzing or whatever. Oh, you're talking about the story of the dead body? No. Oh, okay. But go ahead. <laughs> Talk about now that. that. I just so I mean, long story it. short, like they grew up here. Patrick grew up here, and Patrick was telling a story that he was swimming in this river or channel by where the restaurant was, and he had discovered a dead body. Later, he didn't discover. He would a dead tell body. us that he did not discover. He did not discover yeah. the dead body, but there was a dead body discovered in the same um, water where he was swimming. It's clearly struck him to this day. Um, so, so, yeah, no, that was not necessarily referencing, but we're, we're all connecting, we're all catching up and exchanging stories. And all of a sudden, Patrick, who Anne was just referencing, like out of nowhere. And the thing that makes this even more magical, dare I say, is that Patrick was sitting with his back to the water. And like all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Patrick's like, check out that pontoon boat. 
and like a unicorn dancing across a landscape that you might never expect to see. All of a sudden, what can only be described as a luxury gilded pontoon boat comes careening across a glassy navigation channel along a golden hour sunset at at warp speed. I mean, this was a pontoon yeah. boat that probably had like a Yamaha 300 on the I back. Never, like... They talked about it for like 10 minutes. After if that. you had a kayak in this pontoon boat's week, you might tip. It was, it was just beyond uh, bizarre would be one way to put it. Another way to put it would be waste of resources. But uh, it was, he, he caught that out of nowhere. Yeah, it was uh, an interesting dinner. So then I think, I mean, there's so many moments of note, but... There was one where there was some screaming yes. from the kids' table yes. to the yes. adults' table. I think Maybe you could give the CliffNotes version of that. The CliffNotes version is um, my cousin was upset about something that my uncle's girlfriend Well, no, I think it's did. worth talking about. We, we don't have to because this is shared publicly, but there, it, it she... maybe share... What, what, over what? Just like the material aspect of it, it, of... So my grandmother, you know, passed away, and so of course my uncle has all of her things, and his girlfriend um, put, just kind of chose some things and glued them together and put them in like a display box, like kind of like a diorama. On the one hand, very thoughtful and heartfelt and genuine and personal (laughs) on the other hand maybe just don't touch other people's stuff and affix it permanently to other things using craft materials it's all well and good Anne and I um, don't have an opinion on the matter Um, but let Suffice it to say, but we, that some I people mean, do. we've kind of been talking about it in that, like, you know, uh oh, like, what if, you know, had been threatening to bring it up at family dinner, which was what we were at, except there was an adult's table and a kid's table. So then, actually, Patrick, her brother, was the one that brought it up. Yes, I had nothing to do with it. And of course, JD kind of fed into it. I mean, a little bit, I mean, but I also tried to bring Patrick, it back. Patrick, like, set him was, up. Was and then JD was like, Yeah, and then she started yelling. <laughs> and I'm sure she heard. And we were like, Shh. It was impossible not to hear. <laughs> she turns her head. She's like, <laughs> yells the woman's name. I, I won't oh say Oh my name. gosh. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that was hilarious. And then, like, not, I guess it wasn't really long after that. Maybe it wasn't that long. So there were just some <laughs> awkward moments of the night. And so, what the stories that we just described probably elapsed over the period of an hour and 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, and There's a lot going on. Yeah. And so, we, and there was more too, of course, we just gave you the abridged version. But, um, you know, so we had gone through two, three rounds of drinks, as kids do. Um, yeah, I think we were our third round. And yeah. we had eaten our meal, but, you know, I, I actually still had some food left. It, like, it wasn't clear to me in my own world that uh, that might be the end of the evening. But the adults' table, like, out of nowhere, like, no five-minute warning, 
No, like, hey, how you doing? Like, there was no crosstalk between tables at all. And just all of the sudden, out of the blue, and uh, granted, you know, perhaps some of us could have been paying closer attention. My back was towards the adults' table, so I couldn't yeah, see what was happening. There. I was, but like, only half watching and not really caring. They came out of nowhere, and, and they were just like, hey, we're leaving. Are you coming with us, or are you getting an Uber? And that yeah, was pretty so much we, it. we had all driven together. So, yeah, so two of us had gone with, we had gone with my other uncle, and my cousins had gone with their dad. Um, so they just like left. So well, we were faced with this decision, and well, at the yeah, time we it seemed like. But we all had drinks. Still, we all had like full yeah. drinks. Yeah, so, so we, we were like, wanna, we don't want to leave. You know, commit alcohol abuse to leave your drinks, and also, you know, yeah, well, we can just get an Uber. No big deal. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. So we thought. Right. So we thought. Turns um, out. I think it took us at least 45 minutes just to even secure an Uber. Yeah, so Stockton, California (laughs) um, used to be a financial hub, it turns out, of Northern California um, and a genesis of a lot of activity. However, a lot of things have happened and and Stockton's in the doldrums now. And and apparently there are not a lot of Uber or Lyft drivers because I had multiple rides canceled, never you know, connected, uh, it, it took 45 minutes. So, in the process of trying to get an Uber, remember, we're here in the first place for Anne's grandmother's funeral. Uh, so her uncle's mother, uh, who, and we're with Anne's cousins, right? So one of the cousins, like, I'll just call my dad, because that makes, that, that seems normal. What? I just... We're not going to talk about that? Oh, no, you can. I'm just... Oh, yeah. Anyway, the, the message is he crank calls his dad. <laughs> not once. <laughs> but but twice. twice. I mean, we were... I mean, they were they were really drunk, and that's just kind of... They have a... It was hilarious. Funny relationship. <laughs> um, Reminding I, that you that the place was called Garlic. Brothers. It was so funny because, like, you were like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe he did that. And... Me and his sister were like, yeah, uh-huh, this is what he does. <laughs> this is this really is what funny. He does. Um, it was it was very innocent. I just had never seen anything like that before. And he was like, this is like West Garlock. Okay, so then, okay, so the night gets better. I think the lift ride. Oh, the lift ride is the, absolute epic. From the restaurant yeah. to the hotel. So, you know, public transportation is somewhere where you have to wear masks. And we, I don't know, it's so crazy because I was so careful with COVID. I was like never leaving my house. Now I'm vaccinated. I like rarely ever wear a mask anymore. I mean, I just don't even understand what's happening. Like, I don't know why. It's so strange and I feel weird. But anyway, so I didn't, I forgot my mask. Gotta wear a mask in the lift room. And I also forgot my mask because we've traveled the country and other than Washington, I think Oregon, um, yeah. and to a lesser degree, California. Yeah. Mask mandates haven't really been a thing. No, nobody's, nobody's, I mean, very few people are wearing masks here, and it pretty much have been our entire trip. But to order the Uber, to Ann's point, to you got to, like, check a box saying, I will wear a mask. So, Caroline didn't have a mask either. So, <laughs> we, I asked the hostess, and also, this is, like, another part of the night, 
Patrick kept talking about the hostess because he was like facing looking at her and she was like she was like she looks so sad like wiping down the menus this poor girl I'm like are you gonna like go save her like what's happening so anyway I like go up and talk to her and um to ask her if they had masks because you know businesses will sometimes have extra masks for you to have or whatever sure um and they didn't and so we just took the napkins and we tied well, them around us. We looked like we were about to so, like, rob it. Yeah, we had oh quite God. the dilemma. We're like, well, we could walk home, but that's kind of far. There are no masks. So, yeah, we, we just looked around. We used what we could. The napkins, as Ann mentioned. Mine still had pizza on it, so it was a pizza sense of napkin. But, yeah, Ann and her cousin, they tied them around their face. I kind of held, like held a, a mine gator. to mine. Yeah. Um, and your other cousin was the only person with a mask. And I told him, like, bro, like, you absolutely need to sit up front because you are the only one at this party with a legit mask. Um, so he did. And uh, I, I, we had to look so stupid. I, oh my God. I'm so sad so that sad we didn't healthy. take pictures of ourselves walking into that car with napkins over our face, oh which we then later left. Oh, yeah. so funny. Behind. So funny. It was pretty hilarious. Oh, and then in the car, and then in the car, my cousin, like, my cousin, <laughs> my cousin told me that he thought my dad worked for the CIA. Yes, because everybody <laughs> from McLean, Virginia works for the CIA. Um, Larry <laughs> did not work for the CIA, best I can tell. I'm like, oh my God, um, I love him. He's so great. He's it, great. It was a, a really fun evening, for awesome. sure. Uh, so much fun, have, like, just being with them and, like, having fun adventures and, you know, God, when's the last time we did that? Mm. So, and then we did more family stuff, had the service, which was very nice. Um, there was a good amount, a good number of people there. Mm. Um, it was very kind of my uncle to honor both my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And the you know, in his remarks. Yeah, um, and yeah, then we got on the road. I mean, we had some really delicious Chinese food, David Wong's. So good, yeah. If you find yourself in Stockton, California, and you like Chinese food at all, uh, do yourself a favor, go to David Wong's. It's absolutely the best Chinese food I've literally ever had. It is, it is really good. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh-huh. I did. Yeah. It's so good. They have this like shrimp walnut dish that I love. They didn't have it on the buffet. Luckily, they did have some veggies and I got some like crispy rice cracker thingies. Yeah, we, um, for this event, we excited. did not eat off their menu. So I don't know what is on their menu. But I will tell you this. If you see anything that involves wasabi mustard, get it. Oh, so um, but uh, also, yeah, be careful. Don't you know, be mindful of your portion size because it is delicious, but it is. Um, I think it's horseradish. Ninja like. Yeah, so. Yeah, horseradish. Um, so then we drove. Uh, we kind of left there a little bit early. Saw some other family friends that I haven't seen since my grandpa passed. So that was really nice, too. Um, and then we drove down to the beach house. So, um, as we were just talking about, the beach is so close. Abdos. It's just great. Um, we've really just kind of 
spent our time here at the house hanging out at the beach um and then we went out to dinner the first night we were here uh me and wells was like this um the best mexican restaurant so good so good um so that was delicious and then hung out at the beach and just kind of putts around it so in northern california is known for fog so the sun doesn't really come out and like it gets warm here until midday 11 12 12 yeah for 12, the past one. two days it's been like 12 o'clock yeah and that's actually pretty normal for for this you know for the climate here um so it's kind of nice because you have the morning to kind of like just kind of be slow and I don't know, I love that. So it's been nice to be able to just kind of relax a little bit more here. Um, and then last night we went and we drove to Carmel, which is where my mom's half sister and her family live. Uh, my mom has three half sisters. Um, uh, they're Irish triplets. So they were all born within the same. So for 20 days, they're the same age. So there's one and then twins. And um, the one didn't turn one years old for 20 days since after the twins were born. And my grandma was 42, I think. My mom was in college when this happened. (laughs) So it's it's fun because they are about the same age gap. I'm the same age gap between them and me is about the same as them and my mom. So that's kind of special. Um, So anyway, so she lives like only 45 minutes away. We had a nice rooftop dinner. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a little chilly, but... It was chilly, for I sure. I had some yummy vegan pizza. There's no Mor- Dirty martinis. Like, I'm just drinking them up. Yeah, you are drinking them up. So... Good for you. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know if it's good for me. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> sure is. You seem to be having a good time. Yes, I've had a good time, and my system is... I'm not sick, so... Win-win. All's well that ends well. All ends well, yes. All yeah, just been hanging out here at Aptos. Yeah. We're dreaming uh, the beach I wanted house. to take um, JD to the boardwalk. Not happening. Um, we went we to did, see the concrete boat. Yeah, we went down. We walked well, all the way. We walked like four miles, almost four miles. Today. Today mm-hmm. on the beach. And we went to the beach Doing yesterday. a lot of beach walking, for sure. We did. We walked every day on the beach. So close to jumping on a surfboard and getting in the ocean. So cold. It's so cold. If not for the temperature of the water and the fact that I did not bring a, a wetsuit because, I mean, I thought about it. I'm just like, yeah, but, you know, it's oh, a lot of space. So much. Oh. Should have brought a wetsuit. There was so many good waves today. That was like the worst part about work today. I mean, it's the great best part about work is, yeah, easy problems to have, but you're looking out of the sliding glass doors at the perfectly beautifully shaped waves crashing on the shore that you could otherwise surf if you were a working and b you know without the proper equipment to do so but um, yeah there were some people out there and they were getting as much as they could in some cases you could ride for a while in some cases you could only ride for a second or two because the wave just closed out but in either event, if you're getting up, you're having a good time. Yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of surfers. Yeah. Yeah. We've been there was a crowd this morning, you remember, with all the people. Yeah. Piling. 
I was like, holy smokes, the traffic jam. Yeah. Yeah, we've really enjoyed our time here. Um, and I'm sure we'll be back soon. Let's come back often. Yeah, we will. I'll just keep my surfboards here. We can get them out of the uh, storage unit. There you go. Another positive reason for the beach house. Yes, yes, for sure. And so, you know, we're reaching an end of our time here, which is extremely sad. I think we would both probably extend our stay if we weren't otherwise committed. Is that, is that right? Yeah, oh, totally. Um, but we are. And so we're packing up. Yeah, we haven't. You know, it's. I think it's really interesting that, like, we haven't deviated from our plan yet at all. Well, you know, one of the things that I really enjoyed was the stretching session that we had earlier in the weekend. Um, we've been doing a lot of driving. So as you know, as a healthcare professional, yeah. um, muscles tighten up. And I really appreciated the fact that we took some time to, you know, work out that tension and, and release those knots. Because it's important for your physical health, especially over a, a six-week road trip. So, yeah, you know, if you want to spend another two days here and uh, add to the fitness regime, whether it be more walks on the beach or stretching sessions or whatever, um, I'd be down. I think Phil and Deb would understand, but... We probably need to figure that out pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> also, Phil and Deb, we love you with all of our heart, but Aptos is it's a very special place. Beach. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's really hard to leave the beach to go. It's like it's so chill here, and then Vegas is gonna be like, Oh my god, in your face. I know, but I would like to. Like all the lights. I would like to win people. somebody. Also, could you do that again? What, what's Vegas gonna be <laughs> like? <laughs> it's like all so loud all the music i mean yeah. but this will be the only time the first time ever that i will have, be going to vegas and not have to work oh. ever my whole life i'm gonna be this will probably be what my fifth or sixth time in vegas you've been there a lot i do have to work I'm going to try to cut out around like two Vegas time because that'll be like five DC time. It's a really slow week, um, so that's a good thing and all of that jazz. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be fun. You know, we'll, we'll have a heck of a drive before us tomorrow. We still don't know what we're going to do. We're kind of debating. You know, here's the choice in front of us. Listeners. Tell us what you think in the comments. All of our four people who listen, we love you. Yeah, they're not gonna. We really do appreciate your support. Like, but tell us what you would do. So here's the thing. It's 1 a.m. That's okay. Theater. We'll, we'll check it out later. You know, it doesn't have to be before we go. Oh. But tell us in the comments. We have a choice. We can take a roughly eight and a half hour drive and drive through the Central Valley of California, over through the Mojave Desert into Las Vegas. It takes about eight and a half hours. Or someone has suggested that we go down Route 1, Big Sur, along the California coast, and then over uh, through the Mojave Desert to Las Vegas. That takes just under 10 hours. It's about one hour and 20 to 30 minutes difference between these two routes. Um, one very different from the other. So what would you do? Would you save the time to get to Vegas earlier? We're only there... Uh, tomorrow evening through 
We leave Thursday. We leave Thursday, yeah. And so tomorrow's Tuesday. So Thursday we have two morning. nights. Like a day and a half, essentially. Yeah, a day and a half. So we don't have a lot of time. So would you do that? Would you take the shorter route? Or would you take the longer route with the arguably more breathtaking views? Right? Yeah. And, yeah. So that's the question. Let us know what you think in the comments on, on our FB page or wherever you're finding us. And that's it. We just got this drive ahead of us. Still, yeah. still got ice in the Yeti cooler because the Yeti cooler is freaking amazing. Yeah, when's the last time we put ice in it? Seattle? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we didn't get any ice when we left Edmonds. Um, did we? Did we? Maybe we did. Maybe Edmonds. Oh, no, we got ice in Oregon. Yeah, Edmonds. Or not Edmonds. Bedford. That's what I meant. Yeah, we got ice in Oregon. So Medford, three, four days ago. That's pretty good. Not bad. It's in the garage. Out of the sun. True. Okay, so clearly we're just going off on tangents about ice and coolers. Well, we're camping in Moab very soon. Anne's been worried about the Moab camping situation. We think we're going to be okay. The weather is moderated a bit. It's sub 100 now. Also, during the day, we'll mostly be in the Jeep, driving around, doing the trails. Maybe we hike if we're comfortable doing so. I know it was not very long. Working on the color over here. But it's not bad. It's like a kiss. Yeah, it's your sun kissed. Hey, listeners, did you hear that? I'm sun kissed. Oh, honey, we need to tell them. What? We went for a walk today to the concrete boat. We mentioned that. There's a concrete oil tanker. It's called the Palo Alto, the SS Palo Alto. Mm-hmm. It was made in World War II, probably to transport oil for the war effort because, you know, torpedo boats and concrete are hard to blow up. But it was created too late, and so it just sunk to be a reef. But on our walk there, 1.8 miles each way, some chick told me she liked my hat. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's right. That did happen. Yeah. He's like, hey, I like your hat. Yeah. I'm very close to the pier, actually. Very close. The yeah. bird pier, the crazy bird pier. The crazy bird pier, yeah. 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 So if we have any younger listeners out there, this was a, a, a lesson that I took away. <laughs> if I were a younger man, I would definitely buy a Stetson cowboy hat. <laughs> because at the very least, it makes people look at you. And sometimes people talk to you. And it'll give you an opportunity to be smart and say something that might be memorable. I don't need to worry about this stuff because I got the best woman in the world by my side, but I can share that wisdom with our our younger listeners. Wow. All right. So, longer drive, more scenic, and just get there. Just get there. Such is the moral of life. What's the, um, there's like colloquial sayings for this stuff, like all who wander are not lost and Mm-hmm. Sometimes wonder- it's the journey, not the destination. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. All who wonder are not lost. Sometimes it's the journey, not the destination. I mean, I don't know. I'm in some ways inclined to do the longer route because, honestly, I mean, I like Vegas, but I don't need to spend a ton of time in Vegas. Mm. I think, I think what we should do now. Well, you have to work. Yeah. But you want to go to? Well, no. I was just thinking we should like 
at a certain point during the drive, make sure that we stop and get caffeinated so that when we get there, we'll, st- we'll still be awake and want to like go have a drink and like hang out oh. and like make a little bit of a night of it in Vegas. Because I think that's doable. Ten and a half hours if you take the scenic route. Is that what you said? I think it's about ten. Ten. Barring okay. traffic, craziness, whatever. So, it'd be a hell of a day for sure, but, um, I don't know. If you left at like eight or nine, you would get there like before nine. Yeah. Well, let's see what I can do. I don't know. I had a crazy thought earlier today that I might like wake up early tomorrow and go surfing. Cause the waves are so perfect this morning, but anyway, I digress, but we'll figure it out and we'll let you know via our next podcast but um yeah who knows when that'll be because our next stops are vegas and moab so plenty of time moab jobs they on our travels and maybe vegas as well who knows maybe we'll get phil and deb at the podcast some new voices yeah you definitely don't want to hear our shit anymore (laughs) (laughs) i don't know we got our four listeners man we're doing that's okay. True. That's true. We're doing okay. That's Thank true. you for every second of your time. <laughs> and with that, we appreciate you and um, your support. And, yes. and anything for our listeners before we sign off? My mind is drawing a blank. So, no. Uh, we're just, Thanks for being on this journey with us. Yeah, thank you. And uh, we will keep you posted. Wish us luck as we traverse the desert in the hours to come. And I guess the only thing left to say is, sadly, we're heading back east. Yeah, this is our turnaround point. So sad. So sad. All right, well, we'll (sighs) talk again soon. Bye, guys. Adios.